Colchester United's Sammy Schmodix is unable to recognise himself in the mirror. <laughs> We're just two guys who like talking about football, just enjoying it. The overwhelming stench Pink. of ready salted crisps. Smells. I know what James Mill smells like. <laughs> Rice cakes. Yeah. <laughs> because this podcast isn't just all stupid shit. Just mainly stupid shit. Right. That, by the way, what? that, that is disgusting. I don't think that anybody, right, and this is the truth, no one who has ordered Strongbow, strongbow, strong dark fruits strong at a pub has ever tasted beer, because there's no way you would choose this over beer. It's it tastes like um, lollipops that have been left out in the sun. Yeah, that's the problem for too it? long. When you try and make alcohol taste nice like a normal thing. To be fair, Krabby's done quite a good job. I like ginger beer, so crabby's quite good. I can't good. do cider. It breaks me. Yeah. So, before we started this, you mentioned that... Uh, you asked me who scored for Leicester today in there. Yes. 2 no win. Yes. I said Vardy scored one of the goals. Vardy scored one. Yeah. Who scored the opener? Uh, Perez? Perez? No. But it is a Leicester player who's in my day one Sironchu. team. Sionchu scored. Yeah. Get that. That, to be fair, that was a great shout from you at the start of the season. I'll give you that. Because. Does yeah. it make up for my Che Adams shout? Um, no. I don't think it does. I think my Che Adams shout. I could, makes... I, could, I could never believe that you rated Che Adams that highly to put him in I thought he was a fancy a team player. that you can't change the whole year. I thought he was a good player, but my mistake was. Well, the thing is, he was scoring in pre-season. Yeah. He scored a couple of goals, and I thought, do you know what? They will start him because of the money they paid for him. They will start him, which Mm. they did, and they persisted. Ralph Hassenhutl persisted with him, but obviously... Hassenhutl, twat list last week. Shout out. Is he off the twat list yet? Um... I think once you're on it, once you're on it, you have to, the only way to come off the twat list is you have to come on this podcast and explain why you're not a twat. That's the only way. That's the only way. By the way, it's bonfire night tonight. Is it? Yeah, I think. No, it's not. Well, there's a million fireworks going off. That's just my house. That's just Bristol. That's just here. (laughs) Everyone comes to my house around the areas and just sets off fireworks. Yeah. It could be the middle of July. Everyone's fireworks. just so excited to live near you no. that they set off oh, fireworks yeah. every night. No, the question I was going to ask is, it's pissing down. I don't understand who, why you come out. Who chooses to go out in the pissing down rain and set off sparkly things? I've got a fact for you. Never read fireworks. I've got a fact? fact for you. What is it? If you've bought a firework, yeah. if you've ever bought a firework, turns out you're a knob. Uh, yeah, even if you're 12... No, but they don't say don't say. No, I know. Okay, if you've acquired one in your top. Yeah. If if you're the kind of person who goes to a shop and it isn't bonfire night, look, it's the only day of the year that's excusable for doing it, but you're still a twat. Mm. Um look, I have two dogs and I never understand what kind of wanker it takes to set off a firework in like June. They're just not, mate. Yeah. And it's non stop like the One Direction people. 
They're the same people who go... Are we going to start this off every week now? Talking what? about those no Why direction... Why do we call it, like... Like, it's a... What We've got to equivalent have a name. Grinding my gears, kind of like that. Do you know what really grinds my gears? People you, with do fireworks. You, do you know what really... Do you know what really aggravates my jumper? Do you know what really gets on my twat list? Do you know what really grinds my goalposts? Do you know what is... Do you know what? Do you know what grinds my goalposts? Do you not really jump? Do you not really jumpers jumps my? Do you know what? Really, posts. Do you know what? Really grind my goalposts. What grinds? Right, that's what grinds hmm. our goalposts this week. What really hits your goalposts? Do you know what really hits my goalpost? No, but does that? That doesn't sound like it. Annoys. Do you know what me. really snags my jumper? Do you know what really grinds my goalpost? Can we just accept that? Why would you grind a goalpost? Exactly. That's why it annoys me. Okay. So people who buy fireworks ever grind my goalposts. People who say people in pubs, old middle aged uh, men. Middle aged men who in make pubs. fun of having a fashion sense. Yeah. By so saying another one. Oh, all right, one direction. That, oh, we got another one. Let's get let's go for one more to grind our goalposts. Let's think of a football related one. Oh, do you know what really grinds my goalposts? Che Adams. Che Adams not getting any points because all of a sudden he's not playing at all. He's literally dropped they don't even bring him on as a sub anymore yeah that would grind my goalposts definitely VAR's grinding my goalposts VAR grinds everyone's goalposts VAR is fucking awful it It started off me and you were big fans of it yeah we thought do you know what and it's a tired explanation if it's like the rugby version it would be good but FIFA are doing their utmost best to try and make it ruin football I just don't understand I just don't understand why they would, after all the testing that they've done, they'd bring it in. And what they've done is they've kind of shoehorned themselves into a an, into a place where they, they can only make a set amount of decisions. And now they can't go back on them. Yeah. They can't go back. So it's clear and obvious. And all why of a sudden, nothing's VAR clear and obvious. For VA, VAR. Just a, a different room with VAR people. And they're judging the people in the VAR room. Do you remember the fun fact fun about fact, VAR? Uh, that it's like 13 miles away from the stadium or something. Yeah, but what happens? Um, okay, your fun fact was something along the lines of... It was my two lies and a truth a couple of weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, uh, VAR um, booths have to be a certain amount of miles from the stadium. No, there's and, a rule. And, and something to do with red cards. Yeah, there's a rule that you, you can, can get a red card. You get sent off if you enter the VAR room <laughs> and the closest room uh, to a Premier League stadium is 13 miles that, away. That's the best one. One of the best ones, just because I love imagining someone as eccentric as Klopp going into the VAR room while they're checking and everyone's just like, wait, how did he get there? It's 13 miles away. Like, that takes commitment. I think... VAR's probably I was fully in support I'd rather have not have it than have it now yeah and I'm at, at that point I, I came to that point back. a couple of weeks ago I just want a couple of months ago sorry it's it's become a parody of itself now it's a joke it's showing how bad the referees in the Premier League are I don't I don't think necessarily that I think it's just showing that we haven't got a clear grasp on the grey areas there's too many grey areas mm. we don't even know what's offside anymore we're giving offside for armpits it's a joke it's a yeah. joke I saw that Peter Crouch today tweeted something along the lines of if VAR was um, enforced while I was playing football he would have he said I would have had 50 goals taken off me for my legs yeah 
or his kneecaps. I just think... I mean, he's making a joke there, but if your armpit... When are you going to score with, your arm, with, with an armpit? Well, how, how are if we going to combat this? If you score a goal with an then? armpit, that is automatically the Puskas Award. We've, we've got to refine the offside rule now. Because of VAR, yeah. as a result of VAR, I've just noticed you've got a slit shaved into your eyebrow. <laughs> Can we not talk about it? Oh my God, I completely forgot. Yeah. I lost a bet on Friday night that if I didn't, if I, I had to wear sunglasses out on a right. night out as okay. I was losing a bet. And I didn't want to do that. I what didn't bet want did to you lose? That. Uh, we were just playing uh, Game of Fives, like right. odds. And mine was for sunglasses. Being in mind, my mate wore a hard hat out and a do-rag. I was too scared to wear sunglasses because I, that, if you <laughs> sunglasses wear sunglasses... Sunglasses in normal clothes, just normal... A, yeah. If you wear sunglasses in a nightclub, you are a cunt. So I just took the slit in the eyebrow, which is the forfeit if you don't do your bet. That's worse. It is now because that would have been over if I'd just done it. I would have moved on with my life. Wow. Yeah, so the missus is going to fill it in with some makeup or something, <laughs> which is good. But, yeah, episode 24, mate. Episode uh, 24. We got our top five, obviously, to kick things off. But we also, of course, have Two Lies and the Truth coming up. We have the Twat List and Football Scoop. We got yeah. the Football Name Game. Football Name Game. Yeah, you're going to... Well, we'll, we'll go through the top five. This re- week's top five, though. Now, yes. we've done overrated players. This yes. week, it's top five Underrated players. Underrated players, yeah. And we obviously put a tweet out earlier in the week and store on our Instagram and asked you guys, the GoPlus Army, to chuck in some suggestions and no one wrote... No, loads of people wrote in. Thank you. So we're going to give everyone a shout-out. So these are the ones that haven't made our list, but you're going to give a shout-out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of the people wrote in. Go for it. Going to let them know. But we'll do it at the end. We'll do it at the end. Okay. So we'll kick off our top five... Yeah. We're not going to beat around the bush. We're going to get this done yeah. and dusted. Top yes. five. First, number five. We both agreed on all of these. Yeah. Jordan Henderson. Yeah, definitely. I cannot believe he is uh, underrated as much as he is. Well, obviously, Champions League Champions League winner, winner. Captain of Liverpool. Premier League winner. Arguably one of the best teams that we've seen that probably have... Best team that hasn't won the Premier League. You didn't pick up on that. I was just making a Liverpool joke. Oh, Oh, Vince walked in. Oh, Vince has just walked in. Hi, Vince. We're recording a podcast. We're recording a podcast. Hello. We're we're, we're recording a podcast. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good, mate. Top five underrated players we're doing. Vince is our cleaner. Um, Number five was Jordan Henderson. Do you agree with that? Yeah. 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 Oh, you and he's a Man United fan. And you're a Man United fan. I am a United fan. Yeah. And I've I've always rated. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I think he's now become crucial in not just the Liverpool team but the England team. Yeah. I think when we when we're missing him, it shows that we're missing him. Definitely. So I'm going top five. Yeah. Number five, Jordan Henderson. Yeah. Both agree on that. Number four, mm-hmm. Emil Heskey. Yeah, I saw um, on Twitter this week. Uh, someone was like, put a tweet up about Emil Heskey scoring a goal, like, and it was a great goal. Uh, or it was something about no, what it was was. Uh, Romario or like Rivaldo, some Brazilian player, mm. uh, praised Heskey as a footballer. Right. And Heskey said, This guy knew what I was capable of, etc. This isn't and real. It, so, no, so, not no, one of those made up quotes. Is it? No, I promise. It is. I, I, I will fact check that, but it's de- it definitely was on Twitter. And someone quote retweeted it, being like, like, Mate, you're shit. Be quiet. And it had like 30,000 likes. And then someone else quote retweeted that, saying, 
that guy on YouTube, KSI, who's obviously fighting yeah. Logan Paul, single-handedly ruined Heskey's career. Yeah. Do you know why? Because wasn't it right at the start where he used to... When he started his YouTube channel. It was he, right at the start, he, wasn't it? He made a thing called like Beast Mode or something like that. Yeah. And like his YouTube videos centered around making fun of Heskey being awful on FIFA because yeah. he was an awful player on FIFA. Yeah. And that made a meme out of Heskey and he became a big joke. But real life... Incredible top player. Top striker, top striker in the Premier League. Has the in the Premier League 100, top 100... No, sorry, Premier League 100 club. You don't accidentally 100 goals. score that many goals in no. the Premier League. You no. don't You don't bumble about like an idiot and like knock the ball in. And no. you don't start up front for England countless of times if no, you're good, shit. Good player, Heskey and Owen, great partnership. Brilliant partnership, but yeah feel really bad for Heskey because his career's been a bit tarnished by some... I think he's making a comeback though, you know. I think he's making a comeback because I think... Heskey's making a comeback. Yeah, because I think what, people, to, his, to reputation is, his reputation <laughs> I, is making I a comeback. I think because, because of that tweet, people have really stuck up for Heskey. Yeah, hopefully so. Yeah. So, number three. Number three, yeah. One of the best songs in, uh, in United's history... Yeah. Is about this, well, this it's, player. It's, it is the best song that Man United fans have ever come up with. It's Jisung Park. Jisung Park, number three. Number three. Obviously, Park, Park, wherever you may be. You eat dogs in your own country. Could be worse. Could be scouts eating rats in a council. Get place. in. You know it. Of course I do. How do you know that? Everyone knows that. I know, but you obviously don't follow United. Well, no, but it's a very... It's, well, a very well it's not song. as good as the Cardiff song against Of Swansea, course it's not. Which is... Do you know that one? It's no. It's a funny fact, though. No, it's not. Stupid. It is. Go on. It is because it's to do with FIFA as well, and the chant is in the in the Swansea slums. They look in the dustbins for something to eat. They find a dead rat and they think it's a treat in the Swansea slums. And I always remember it was like FIFA twelve or thirteen. It was the first FIFA where they implemented real crowd. Like they put a, that song in? They put that song in, not realising what it was. Oh, no. Yep. Why is this podcast all of a sudden about rats? It, it's rats. <laughs> oh, my God. We talk about rats more than football. But right. yeah, Park Ji-sung. Park Ji-sung has to be in there. Unbelievable player. Crucial to... And one of those players is a big game player. Yeah. Why when Ferguson wanted is a, someone to do a job, Park was the man to do it. Why would you say... like? Because obviously people know Park Ji-sung is a good footballer. Yeah. But why do you think he's underrated, mainly? Okay, so underrated for a couple of reasons. One of the reasons, I think, is that people will maybe look at Park, maybe rate him in terms of he's an engine, he used to get about the pitch, he was very disciplined, but people forgot the fact that he could play football. Do you think that, and I'm not, I don't want to degrade this argument with a race matter, but do you think he's underrated because he's South Korean? Yeah, possibly. Like, it's only taken like a player like Hung Min Sun to come through and pe- yeah. people to realise well Th- like, there's a lot of talent do you know what I mean because you've players. got like a Honda another Andre player yeah Japanese and I think people don't take Asian players Poss- possibly not they think, and I think that's why Park Ji-sung possibly not because we're probably never well we're not used to it in, in the Premier League having yeah. good good players from that that part of the world but it obviously almost, Park was and yeah. Son definitely now one of the best players in the league Son so yeah. I think incredible. people are taking that he's my favourite Premier League player is he? yeah even what, after even after today's challenge yeah which well, you got an assist as well mine but 
He did, um, and it was a I just, hell of an assist. I, I just, I'm not saying he's the best player, obviously. I'm saying he's your favorite. I love watching him. But Park Ji Sung, definitely underrated. Mm-hmm. And obviously, like I said, I think underrated because a lot of people back in the day didn't rate him. They, they saw Park as maybe a weak link in yeah. what was a very strong United side. So yeah. Park in there at number three. Number two. Number two. Our last two are going to be, I'm not saying controversial ones, but... People are going to want to know why. Yeah. Definitely more than the other three. So number two. I, I want to... Roberto Lewandowski. Roberto. Roberto, apparently. Is that the Brazilian version? Yeah, that's... Uh, number two is Robert Lewandowski. No, Roberto Lewandowski. It's, I prefer saying that now. That's fine. Uh, Lewandowski, you know, I tried to argue before he started that he should be number one. I just think he should be a shoo-in for the Ballon d'Or this year. I think, like, you look at the goals he scored so far in the Bundesliga. Yeah. 15 and 10 so far. He's remarkably Four consistent and two in, in that the league. Champions League. Scores for Poland constantly. Do you know what, though? Funnily enough, I yes, he does score for Poland, but as of late, he's been, he's gone missing in a few games. I've watched I quite a few. I think he's scored a hat-trick in his last Weirdly game watched a, yeah, there was about a spell of maybe five, six games where I watched him and he was non-existent. Yeah, but the thing is, with that, and it's a similar thing with, Gareth Bale with Wales mm. two world class players playing in teams where they're normally used to having incredible talent around them so when those players do go missing for the international team it's almost forgivable yeah but I because you can't always expect them you say that but I don't think Bale's got that excuse anymore for Wales personally because I think he's got a really good side around him for Wales <laughs> And I don't think Lewandowski's got that excuse because his strike partners are actually fantastic. He's got Arcadius Milik, yeah, Napoli striker. Napoli, yeah. He's also got Christophe Piatek, one of the best up-and-coming strikers. He's at AC Milan. Okay. He's got Kamil Grzycki, always dangerous. He's got good players behind him. Yeah. So he hasn't. He's not got. He's not yeah, just. Yeah. So he's like, got that the creativity around. But him, yeah, so. for absolute fantastic player and probably one of the players that doesn't get considered when people talk about the best strikers in the world everyone immediately goes to Suarez Aguero Kane I think Lewandowski as a as a very good case to be the best striker in the world well he is my vote for the Ballon d'Or anyway Lewandowski well that's our number two number one is another shout for obviously the Ballon d'Or and this is going to take some explaining because I didn't necessarily agree with you putting number one I let you have your way. The 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 most underrated player ever for me. <laughs> it's weird to say it though. The most underrated player, Lionel Messi. Yes, weird because someone did write into us on Twitter actually, and uh, uh, their vote was Messi. Really? Yeah. Who was that? Um, I believe it was. Two seconds. Because I think it is uh, here. It is. Jason Ford. Dead I air, hadn't seen that. Dead air. Just uh, some dead air right now. Oh, they've deleted the tweet. Perfect. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> right. If you wrote into us and deleted your tweet, I want to know why. Please get him back in touch and this, resend that tweet. Oh, no. They've, it is there. Sorry. Uh, at Kirk Bickley 92 says, messy in a weird way. Yeah. Oh, so I completely I agree. I replied to him explain. He goes, I just think his football ability is unrivaled by anyone past and present. And I generally don't think there will be a better footballer than, than him in our lifetime. And the time he finished fifth in the Ballon d'Or, sick face emoji. So I that's couldn't agree there. more. I think he's vastly underrated. And the reason why I say that 
look, everyone everyone knows Messi's either best player in the world or if they don't think he's the best player in the world, they think he's second. But people have the audacity to compare him to Pele. That's what. That's why I think he's underrated. I think people still consider Pele as one of the best players I agree, that's ever I agree, I played. I agree with you in that respect. When people say that Maradona's better, it's normally the 50-year-old One Direction crowd who just want to say... I can, I can see why Maradona, because Maradona was... At, when you see, obviously, footage of him playing... of Messi, though, because look at the goal score, just, the trophy yeah, one. Yeah, and I, and I won't take Pele's goal-scoring record into consideration. There, I won't. There hasn't been a player alive that is anywhere near as good as Messi. No. And I feel that it will be very hard for another player to exist. That would be... It's how could you be technically better? How could you be a better passer, dribbler? How could you better freak. be better at finishing? And we have got Free to kicks. see him. We have be, been able to see him play. Yeah, it's mental. In 30 years, um, we'll, the pe- we'll be able to say to people, yeah, I saw Messi. Yeah. People don't realise that, how lucky we are to... And obviously Ronaldo is unbelievable, but yeah, Messi... I think Messi, as a footballer, I think underrated yeah. for me. So that is our top five list. That's our top uh, five. Five was Jordan Henson. Number four was... Uh, was number four Jisung? was Emil Heskey. Emil number Hesky. three was Park Jisung. Number two was Robert Lewandowski. And number one was Messi. And we obviously want to thank everyone for writing in. Yeah. Um, just going to run through them very quickly. At Lord Cook says Pedro. Which... Okay. Won a, won a fair amount of trophies, yeah. Pedro. The trophies he's won is probably his reason in there. Uh, Scott Phillips, our mate, says David Silva. He doesn't get... Anywhere near the credit for what he does, perhaps underappreciated more than underrated. Yep. At Mark Lewis Carter, says Dennis Irwin. Oh, great left back, yeah. Great shout, yeah, Dennis yeah. Irwin, great shout. At Alex underscore Venison 21, says Michael Carrick, Iron Robin and Pepe. I'll go with Iron I, I, Robin. I don't think was ever underrated. No, but Michael Carrick. Michael Carrick definitely was underrated. Pepe, yeah, I guess, just hey him. Uh, at Jason Fit 6, says Yaya Torre, great shout. Closer, yeah. an unreal shout. Yeah. Unreal closer. closer. And Robinho. Uh, at Jamie Wolves says, not my final answer, but the first name that comes to mind is Stephen Ireland. He was good back in his day at City. Hmm. This is before they became City who used to buy yeah. top Big players. City, yeah. yeah, Stephen Ireland was good. Very, very good. At Rich M8. I think that's Richard Manning who used to go to college with us. That's Richard Manning, who's third in our league on fantasy football. Yeah. Well done, Richard, for that. He goes Lam, Philip Lam. Philip Lam, phenomenal player. I think that's an amazing shout. Yeah. Probably one of the best left backs of all time. Right backs. Right backs, wasn't he? Wow. Well, uh, he played left central back for mid- Germany in well, 2006 World Cup. He right? played central midfield. He played everywhere, yeah. Philip Lam. At Greenwood underscore Tom says Chabi Alonso. Chabi Alonso, yeah. Good player, yeah. I think. I don't think he's underrated, though. I don't think he's underrated. He's what he's won yeah. a fair amount. I think people rate him very highly, and he's played for some of, the, some of the top clubs. He's obviously played for Real Madrid, Bayern Munich, Liverpool. So, at Luca Gazi one says Lorente. Mm. We'll move on for that one. Yeah. Sorry, Luca. Just sorry, Luca. And finally, at underscore Taj Melrose underscore says my nan. Nan's a good player, fair play. I, I think it probably meant to put Lam. Or Nanny. Or probably Nanny. Yeah. My Nan. Moving on. Moving on. Thank Yeah, there you go. That's top That's five top for five. this week. The 
next part of the show is, yes. and we're not going to miss it out, even though you'd want to, it's the football name game. It's the football name game. So five names, yeah. four of them are fake. One of them is a real footballer. You've got to guess which one. Yeah. First name. Algerian striker. Yeah. Maybe baby. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Second name. Maybe baby. Chelsea Academy <laughs> defender. Naughty Naughty. Is that like N-O-R-T-I? Naughty Naughty. <laughs> Finnish midfielder. Look out. <laughs> Luke out. What a headline writer that would be. Finnish midfielder. Luke out. Yeah. Colchester under 21 striker. Bill Clinton. <laughs> Bill Clinton. Do you remember there was a football player for uh, someone called Tom Cruise? No. For Arsenal or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, and I Tom do. Cruise came yeah. to watch Arsenal play because to watch Tom Cruise. <laughs> number, yeah, so that is uh, football number four, out. Bill Clinton. Look out. And you've also got Luke. Footballer number five is Brazilian goalkeeper Susan. <laughs> That's true, isn't it? That's true, Susan. Susan, yeah. which one are you going to go for? We've got Algerian go striker, maybe baby, Chelsea Academy defender, naughty, naughty, yeah. Finnish midfielder, Luke out, yeah. Colchester under 21 striker, Bill Clinton, mm. and Brazilian goalkeeper, Susan. Which one are you going to go for? I'm going to go with Susan. Susan. Because I can just, for some reason, like obviously it's always funny when other languages translate really funny. Well, you've got Alison. Alison, yeah. So I That's suppose. a weird name. But Susan, I can imagine that Susan. being true. So I'm going to go with Susan. You're wrong, and you actually have never got this right since it's you've been doing it. Because there's two extra than Two Lies and the Truth, and it's more insane. It's a Chelsea naughty, Academy naughty. defender, naughty, naughty. Naughty, naughty. Naughty, naughty. Oh, my God. What a name. What country is he from? Uh, good question. I have no idea. Wait, so how do you spell his name? N-O-R-T-E-I. Yeah. N-O-R-T-E-Y. Oh, so it's <laughs> spelled... I think it's pronounced Norte Norte. Naughty Naughty. Naughty. Oh, he's at Dover Athletic. Oh, so he's still going. Oh, so he used to play for he Chelsea. He used to be in Chelsea, Chelsea's academy, yeah. yeah he's um, he, he's played eight games in the conference. Naughty. Where's he from? He is from London. <laughs> <laughs> Which is worse, because he had to go to school in England with that name. With that name. Yeah, That's a our... teacher would have had a blast with it. Though. Yeah. You can imagine... He got fed up by by year eleven. He was like, "Right, fuck this! I'm going to go play football." Well, you think that's why he became? That's a why he became a footballer. He was fed up with his teachers making fun of him. Uh, we move on to tweets of the week. Tweets of the week. So this is where you read out the best tweets of the week. Wow, thanks. <laughs> it's, it's it's more so just eye catching tweets that there's things that I've seen that I think should be talked about. The first one I'm going to talk about is. Is the, the tweet about how Stronger's Dark Fruits is the worst drink ever made? That's up there. No, the first one I'm going to talk about is Tom Pope. Footballer okay. Tom Pope yeah. uh, tweeted in response after Derby County captain Richard Keogh was sacked. Yeah. He tweeted in response saying, disgrace that. You sack all three or none. He wasn't Surely. even driving for fuck's sake. No longer an asset, so sack him and keep the other two. Yeah. Sad faces. That. Yeah, I saw that. And I think, is, is he right? Uh, he is. He's, wait, he's right in saying it. They've made him the scapegoat, Financially, obviously. like, Richard Keogh, you know, we've said before when we've spoken about the Bury situation. Bury, wow. The Bury situation. Yeah. Um, football's a business, unfortunately. Richard Keogh 
holds no financial standing for well, the other oh, yeah. players were Tom Lawrence, Tom Lawrence, and, and Mason Bennett. Mason Bennett. They they could sell both of them in the January transfer yeah, of window. Course. Richard Keogh, thirty-four, thirty-five. So. He's injured. Career's over. Gone. Yeah. So I completely agree with what Derby County have done in that respect. But it's harsh. a business sense, but on a moral sense, which you can't really talk about in football when it comes to transfers, it's wrong. No, that's fair. The other tweet that I want to talk about, uh, it was a quote from um, his English manager, Phil Parkinson. I don't know if you know Phil Parkinson, no manager idea. in the lower leagues. He was talking about Guardiola. Yeah. And I'll read you the quote that I Please saw. Please don't tell me he was talking about Guardiola's influence on English football. No. Well, kind of, but no. no. Uh, he said... A lot of managers talk about their philosophy. I've got a lot of opinions on that because if you're Pep Guardiola and you've got an open checkbook, you can say, this is how I'm going to play and anyone who doesn't fit into that, I'm going to move him on. If you're not in that privileged position, you've got to find a way of playing. It might not be the way that ideally you want to play, but you've got to find a way that suits the group of players and gets the best out of them. So is he having a dig there at Guardiola? And saying that the guy's overrated I, I think, and it's purely because of money that he's in that situation. I think he should just refrain from talking about Pep Guardiola. You think Phil Parkinson with the with the Guardiola budget couldn't win the league back to back? No. Oh. Without a doubt, no. Oh, fair Guardiola enough. isn't a great manager just because of the budget he's given. No. It's the biggest misconception in football when True. people say that he isn't one of the best managers of all time because he's managed Barcelona, Bayern Munich and Man City. He is. He still has to pick the right players. Do you know what I mean? And but he's got. He's, done, he's got the uh, like. He, like Phil Parkinson well, saying, at, look he's look got at, the open checkbook to do that. Yeah, but Matt, look, Man City have had an open checkbook for a long time now. They haven't played as good as football as they have under Guardiola. No, but they won the league with no, different managers. Yeah, yeah. They've won the league with obviously. I don't think Mancini. The, yeah, they. I. I think Man City's best chance at ever winning the Champions League is having Guardiola's manager. If they can't do it. With Guardiola. Well, Guardiola's um, never won the Champions League other than that Barca, Barca team that beat United. He won it with Bayern Munich, didn't he? No. Or was that Ancelotti? He never won it. Yeah, he never won it. Ancelotti won so it. So he hasn't won the Champions League in a while now. He, he won the Champions League with the Barca team. Um, but did he win the Champions League with the Barca team? Yes. Of course he did, yeah. <laughs> he won it like oh my God. three and years in United a row, didn't he, or something? Yeah, so... That's that's Phil Parkinson talking about Guardiola. You think Thanks, Phil, Phil Parkinson's full of shit. Thanks for writing info. Oh, fair enough. We move on to two lies and a truth. Yes, two lies and a truth. Two lies and a truth. So, last week, can you just recap on what we had? Uh, we had two stories that were lies and one that was one true. that was true. Correct. And yeah. So this week we have the same sort of theme: two lies two and lie, one truth. Yeah. It's so, a theme this week: pancakes. Close. Can it be pancakes next week? This week is football interruptions. Okay, really weird Football thing, okay. interruptions. The first story. Well, what was the true story last week? It was rats playing football. Rats playing a rat scored a goal for... A Roman, rat scored a goal, a not rats. This week, first story. Yeah. First story is called Scary Parrots. <laughs> Any idea what that could be? Uh, I'll tell you. A match in New Zealand was once abandoned after a flock of angry parrots invaded the pitch. The referee of the game between Auckland City and Hamilton said he had no choice but to call it off as it endangered the safety of the players. Angry parrots, though. 
Angry parrots? How do they know angry. they were angry? A flock of angry parrots invaded Wait, the pitch. What country? New Zealand. How many... Why are they... When have you seen a parrot in the wild? They're rarely, because they're not in the UK, but they're in New Zealand. There's what, fl- as wild birds? Yes. A parrot. Did you not know birds? a parrot is a real bird? It's not, like, manufactured to sit in a cage. I honestly thought parrots were just... Fucking... What did you think parrots just, were? I don't know. They were just in houses. That pirates just made up when they were <laughs> I've ne- mythical I've creatures. I've never thought of parrots being in the wild. Oh, my God. I honestly... Moving on. Well, it's like... That's that's weird. I could have It's got, so obvious now that I You know, I, I could have got you with that. You'd think it was a lie if I just said parrots exist. <laughs> You'd go, no, parrots no, exist in the wild. No, false. No, false. That's story number weird. two. Never thought of that. Story number two. Rats again. <laughs> oh, Danish football me. fans in run- interrupted the Copenhagen derby when they threw rats at FC Copenhagen's Ludwig Augustinsson. Stop doing rat stories. That's rats again. Imagine throwing a rat at someone. They threw rats. That's the ultimate bitch slap. In Copenhagen FC derby. Story number three. Yeah. Pulp fact or pulp fiction. Mm, okay. A game in the Italian under-19 division between Empoli and Sampdoria was called off because four Empoli players found themselves locked in a room after a fire drill. It gets weirder. One of the players who got stuck is called Samuel L. Jackson. (laughs) Wait, why is he not in your football name game? (laughs) One of the players is called Samuel L. Jackson. Pulp fact or pulp fit? I was quite proud of that title. No, it's good. It's better than rats again. It's not. Nothing's better than rats again. Right. Three stories. Rule one out. Ooh. I mean, if if we hadn't gone into the fact that I... Didn't know parrots Didn't know existed. parrots were wild animals, I would have just chosen that. But apparently I'm So you've got the scary stupid. parrots invading a pitch. You've got rats being thrown at a Copenhagen player and the yeah. match being interrupted. Yeah, yeah. And then you've got one of the players for Empoli be, being called Samuel L. Jackson and getting stuck in a room. Um, Rule one out. Um, man, do you know what? I haven't had a two lies and a truth in a very long time. You've, yeah, you've struggled. But you've, to be fair, you've most... You've got the twat list last two weeks in a row. I'm yeah, really yeah. keen to get this. I'm, I'm going to go with, just because I need to save my blushes here from the whole parrot fiasco yeah i can actually choose the parrot story you're gonna go with scary parrots yeah because i feel if i choose those if like yeah that one's true then it will save my so you're saying a match in new zealand was abandoned because of a flock of angry parrots i mean now that you say out loud to be fair if i say when i say everything else out loud (laughs) (laughs) okay so you're gonna go with that story yes so you're not gonna so you're gonna rule out the other two yes okay do you want to know the answer We'll uh, find out at the end of the show. We'll find out at the end of the show. What's next? Uh, what's next is I need a pee. Cool. All right, guys, we've got an announcement to make. No, <laughs> just doing your English accent. All right, guys, we've got an announcement to make. Blue White is teaming up with Harry's to make sure our listeners are shaving comfortably. Mm, Go to harrys.com slash blue white to save $10 on a value trial set, which includes... Five blade razor with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade. Wow. Ooh. Rich lathering shave gel. Mm. Ooh. Mm. And travel blade cover, because we all need that. And a cabbage. No cabbage. You got 
All that for just $3 shipped right to your door. Enough with cheap razors. It's totally worth trying Harry's, Gareth. So worth it. Yeah, so Harry's is fixed shaving by combining a simple, clean design with the quality and durable blades at a fair price. So fair. Harry's founders were tired of paying for razors that were overpriced and overdesigned, just like me and you. Do you know, they were so tired, they bought a world-class blade factory in Germany. Did you know that? That's been making yeah. quality blades for over 95 years. That's just good. Join the 10 million who have tried Harry's. Claim your trial offer by going to harrys.com forward slash bluewire. All of Harry's blades come with a 100% quality guarantee. If you don't love our shave, let them know and they'll give you a full refund. Full refund. A full refund. Again, make sure you go to alexharrys.com slash bluewire to redeem your razor for just $3. $3. Can I shave my pubes with it? And we are on to the twat list. Yeah. The twat list here with me, Gareth Baker, and Alex Price, as you already know, because we're about half an hour into the episode. Halfway through the show. Um, the twat list, mate. Okay. Always look forward to this. Yep. I always test out the twat list on my missus before I get here. Mm-hmm. And we were having dinner. Uh, well, not dinner. Perfect time lunch. to bring up the twat list. Yeah, of course. Um, and I went through it with her. And at the end, she goes, these just get fucking worse. She's right. No, but she doesn't know football. She knows life. (laughs) And she's right. Uh, I disagree. But my point being is that I'm always so excited to do this. And it's no different today, Alex. Okay. Very excited. uh, Well, I've got your last two, so. Yeah, and that kind of, you know, has hung in my mind a bit. Because I've been thinking... Why does he keep getting it the last two weeks? Is it because I've dumbed it down? Or is it because he is getting to I'm know... I'm cottoning on to it. Yeah, and I think I think other people might not be getting as easy as you because they I think a bit of both. Well. I think a bit of both. Well, this week is no different. I'm keeping the same formula, mm-hmm. but I don't, I, do, I don't think you'll get it. Okay. I don't think you'll get it. Hit me. Personally. So, as everyone knows by now, I give you three cryptic clues Mm -hmm. and the clues primarily will be about you know the person's name or you know something he's done or the team he plays for or goal he's got or something like that but rarely have you ever got a reason why he's a twat i do have one vince can you pass my phone miss behind you thank you so i do have a reason this week and it's a funny one so clue number one and i'm what i'm going to do this week to try and this is what I'm going to change. Let's try and bamboos you. I'm going to do the clues in a different order. Okay. And I'm not going to tell you what the order is. Okay. So, clue number one. Go for it. Popular kids TV show without the tech. So, clue number uh, one is popular kids TV show without the tech. Got it. What do you mean? Got it. No, you have I've got it. There's absolutely no way in I've got fucking it. hell. Okay, k- carry on. I've got it. No, there's... there's last, now, last week, I texted you, I messaged you who I thought it was, so we had a timestamp to make sure that we knew that I got it after the first clue. So I'm going to message Vince this time because you just sent me a load What's of abuse. What's the point of you sending it to Vince? Because then he's got a timestamp of it. Right. Done it. Okay. 
I give me your second clue. How could you have got it off that? I don't know. I got it last week. I got it last week after one. And this did week, you, apparently. Vince, did you get that as soon as you heard it, or did not? No, we didn't. Oh, I went for another one. Okay, I might be. I might be wrong, That's but I think I've got it. It's pretty good. Clue number two. Did you say it's pretty good? If you got it, it's. it's... No, you mean Twatless is really good. Okay, thanks. Yeah. Uh, clue number two. You've got to love cottage pie, but you've ruined this one. Why would you put cherries in a fucking cottage pie? Got it. <laughs> Bollocks, man. <laughs> Bollocks. <laughs> I don't want to play anymore. I'm taking my ball home. Carry on. Do the last one. Because oh, no. it's always nice to I see what you come up with. I just to go home. I was so excited about Carry doing on. this one. Carry on. Clue number three, Robin Williams' forearms. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> For every, anyone listening then, because apparently he's got it, which he must. Uh... Clue number one was popular kids' TV show without the tack. Clue number two is you've got to love cottage pie, but you've ruined this one. Why would you put cherries in a fucking cottage pie? And clue number three is Robin Williams's forearms. Okay, we'll obviously reveal the answer at the end of the show, but I've got it. Ah, oh, bollocks. Moving on. You might not have, though. There's always a little chance. There's always a little chance. Yeah, so we're going to move on to Football Scoop. Uh, just gonna. This take, is where you bring me a couple yes. of stories from the world of football. You yes, tell me all yes, the ins and outs. See if yeah, I've heard yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big time, big time, okay. big time, big time. So, have you seen? By the way, and I fucking hope you have. And if you haven't, it's only got ninety three likes this on Twitter, and I have no idea how this isn't massive. It's yeah, but so, you say that if I got ninety three likes on on a tweet that I did, I think oh, I fucking I gone viral. I'd be well well pleased with myself. If anyone. If anyone, the fact this only has 93 likes. Uh, so director of Sunderland, AFC, threatens to pull multi-million pound kit deal with Nike after poor customer service on his air trainers. On Twitter. What? So Paul Allen Wells yeah. tweeted at Nike. So he goes, obviously, you know, like when you're on Twitter and someone is quite embarrassedly, quite publicly doing a customer complaint yeah, oh you always God, think why are you doing mad. this on yeah, just, just, just email them yeah. just email them you're just hanging your dirty laundry out yeah. for everyone um, and it's always like oh O2 customer service is the worst Ooh, never going with that really again. grinds my, my goalposts my, grinds my goalposts definitely so uh, at Nike Store goes to him the next step we'd recommend is visiting your nearest Nike Store to see what options are available to you store locator and Paul Allen Wells goes over an hour away. This just isn't good, especially as a company. We are just about to agree multi-million pound a deal with you for your football team that I'm a director of. We are with Adidas at the moment. I wanted to move to Nike. Fucking hell. This is literally, it's literally the director. It's the That's director. so bad. Yep. And then he goes, come on at Nike, at Nike store. I have over 300 pairs of Air Max 97s all boxed. Jesus. I never asked you for nothing. Spent tens of thousands with you. Jesus. Yeah. Nike goes, we're here to help Paul. To start off, you mentioned that the Paul's original a loser. retailer provided you with an inspection. Is this the case? If so, what resolutions do they offer you? And, uh, mate, honest to God... Paul's I, a dog. Imagine you support Sunderland... And your director's arguing with Nike. 
saying, oh, I was going to, you know, do a multi-million pound kit deal with you, but not anymore. What's because- his gripe here, though? What's what's his problem? What's his... So he's just poor uh, customer service, yeah, but what's his problem? I Has know. he not received his trainers or what? Well, he hasn't what? said that. It doesn't say what they've done And he wrong. knows that the whole world is going to see this. Well, no, because only 93 people have liked this. And no one... I. This is a genuine football scoop. Right. It's a football scoop because no one... I don't think a lot of can people Can you know make this. sure that everyone who listens can see this by retweeting this tweet or just the, the thread, the start of the thread, <coughs> so everyone can see it? Oh, my God. <coughs> Sorry, just strongbow dark fruits, mate. How do people drink it? So moving on. Uh, yeah, I will retweet it. Yeah. <coughs> so direct free kicks scored over the past five seasons in the top five leagues. Mm-hmm. Number one is Barcelona. Number three is Juventus. Messi. See, I'm telling you, Messi Number underrated. Four, Roma. Roma. Oh, this is so good for you because you've said that. Number three, Juventus. Number four is Roma, PSG and Lyon combined. Right. Number five is Bologna. Number two is Messi. Oh. Yeah. You feel good about yourself now, don't wow. you? Wow. Yeah. Messi... That is phenomenal. ...scored more free kicks in the past five years than Juventus. Can we, while we're talking about free kicks, can we just talk a little bit about Marcus Rashford's free kick the other night against Chelsea? What free kick? Yeah. Yeah, it's I, obviously the big argument on Twitter is whether it's better than Ronaldo. I don't think it's better than Ronaldo. It's better than Ronaldo's because did you, did you did you see the ball? I don't think it's better than Ronaldo's because Ronaldo's was so top corner, so top corner. I it know. was unsafe. I know, but just the the way the ball defied the laws of gravity and all of a sudden whipped itself away the last second. Yeah. Well, the, how do you do that? He said. Marcus Rashford said in an interview after said that he was looking forward to taking free kicks yeah. with this ball because the Carabao Cup ball is very different to the normal Premier League ball. He said he get, gets a bit of swaz on it, gets a lot yeah. more swerve on it. So he was looking forward to it. And obviously when he's stepped up for that free kick, he knows exactly how he's going to hit it. But oh my God, did he hit it. Ridiculous, mate. Ridiculous. Amazing and, goal. Yeah. But so, yeah, Messi, free kick master. Is he the best free kick taker of all time? Ooh, that's a good top five, that is. Uh, yeah, possibly. I'd probably say he is. Possibly. Janinho. Janinho, those players used Beckham. to score phenomenal free Beckham. kicks. But did Beckham score as many free kicks as uh, Messi? No. He just revolutionised free kick taking though, didn't he? Yeah, he did. There was a film about his free kicks. There you go. Yeah, and it was shit. Next story. Actually, so, got done really well on critics. No sacked coaches in the Bundesliga after the first nine match days. Last time that happened, 20 years ago, season 99-2000. I've got a feeling the Paderborn manager might be... Actually, I mean, obviously Bayern got beat 5-1 on the weekend. By who? Uh, Frankfurt. Did they? Yeah, and did you not not see Leipzig 1-8-1 as well? Well, that's Ampadu's influence, man. I don't think he played. He did. He did. you didn't even know they won 8-1 and now all of a sudden you know he played. No, I knew Leipzig. Amadou played for Leipzig the other day because I saw a tweet saying more minutes for this guy by Leipzig's account and it said he'd come on in the 53rd minute. Right. Thank you. But, yeah. How about Apologise to me. No. It's, well, you, you want me to apologise well, to you because you think that Amadou was the reason why Leipzig won 8-1. It was a joke. Take it back. So... Yeah, I think Paderborn, maybe Paderborn manager, because they are like miles off there at the bottom. And obviously, I mean, 
as far as Bayern Munich are concerned, will they be looking at a new manager? Yeah. Um, Reddit common, uh, Reddit user, sorry, uh, Il Munita says the most devastating news in this article is that 1999-2000 was 20 years ago. Oh, that hurts. How much? We're as close to 1999 as we are to 2039. We're not ready for 2009. 2039-2040 season. We're closer to 2039 than Cleopatra was to the moon landing. What? Yeah. We're closer to the 1st of January 2039 than 31st of December 1999. I'm not ready. I'm just, I'm just reading. You're just depressing yeah. me. Yeah. We're yeah. old, basically. Is Free the, kicks. Yeah. I mean, Messi probably... Yeah. Oh, we're going back to that story. Yeah, well, to the... No, it's interesting how we've passed that story. No, I was just, I just wanted to say with free kicks, because yeah. we never... Who the best was. Obviously, Beckham, we've got Messi. People talk about Ronaldo. And someone said, and I think it was someone I... I, th- I can't remember. I think it was um, one of my old housemates said it. Said Ronaldo is the most overrated free kick taker there's ever been. And there was a time where I thought he was crazy. Now I think he's probably right. Next story. Well, Juventus took Pjanic off, off free kicks. Next story. And Dybala. Next story. Because obviously Ronaldo. Yes, next story. Solskjaer. I just don't understand why you take a really good free I kick. I don't understand why you don't understand the words next story. Solskjaer has been now, in the contract oh my God, I don't enjoy Carry this. Solskjaer has now lost more Premier League games as a manager than Jurgen Klopp, despite taking charge of 104 fewer games. Yeah. There's a stat to depress yeah. you, boy. Yeah. Uh, user name underscore cumblast underscore. <laughs> Perfect. Says, I think Klopp is the better manager, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's no, the top comment. I mean, there's no arguments. <laughs> that's the top comment. Do you think Klopp, in charge of United now, would win a league title or a Champions League within the next five years? It's a process, mate. It's a project. But do you think two he windows, would? three windows, five windows? Ollie's at the fucking wheel, mate. He just needs time. Okay, said every Man United fan. Yeah, of all time. Next story. Rooney calls for MLS change. US players taken advantage of with low uh, low salaries. So do you understand the dynamic of salaries in the MLS? Kind of. I know that they can pick like one or two players that they they can pay more than like the rest. So they've got a certain amount of um, money that they can put towards salaries. I don't know whether I'm wrong. They can, But they can play, pay one or two players like more than everyone else. Yeah, vastly so, more than anyone else. Rooney said the salary for a lot of players is an issue here. I think for the revenue the league is bringing in, the salary is not high enough for, in particular, the young American players. I feel that they're negotiating against other American players. They're not neg- negotiating against what foreign players make, and I don't think that's right for them. They deserve more. They're working the same as we're working. They're training as much as we're training, and I just feel that sometimes they get taken advantage of. So. That's Wayne Rooney saying that. Yeah. That's uh, fair play to him. Well, it's, I, I, I didn't realise he could string four words together. But, but it's very rare for people to say something or come out against something that doesn't affect them. And obviously that is something that actually benefits him. He gets paid more than the American, his American counterparts. So fair play to Wayne Rooney for standing up for the little guy. So just a heads up 
to anyone who is interested. Every single MLS player's salary is actually public and can be found on the MLS Players Association website. The league minimum salary this year was 56000 Of course, the average salary is much higher, but it's crazy to think how many players in Europe's top leagues make more every week than some MLS players do in a full year. Considering yeah. the amount of money MLS does bring in as well. It's crazy business, and it's all primarily for that format of signing Rooney's, signing Dos Santos's, and Bradley well, you Wright think Phillips. about it, conference level in in England would be earning more than that. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. So, yeah, and uh, yeah, can't believe that. Uh, comment, uh, you Reddit commenter Delurcon four two seven says, "I'm convinced that with his wife on his side, there's nothing they can't accomplish." This should be easy. Yeah. Uh, username ID Hobson says, not if Rebecca Vardy leaks their strategy. Wagatha Christie. Wagatha Christie, mate. And that's obviously a shout out to Rebecca Vardy being a uh, deceitful. Well, yeah, but we don't know. Slut. We don't know. What? I said it <laughs> we, last week. Stand by it. <laughs> we don't know. How can you call her that? Well... Because she apparently leaked some, which we actually have no proof that she actually did leak anything. There's proof. Allegedly. We'll uh, say allegedly, yeah. I'm on Rebecca Vardy's side. No, I'm not. I like Colleen Rooney. You can't Rooney. be. It's so obvious. I'm on the fence. We've talked about this. Before. I'm on the fence. There's football scoop, mate. Some tasty stories for the GoPro's army to take away. What's next? Well, it's the end of the show, mate. Oh. End of episode 24. We're nearly at our... 25 episode mark yeah. very well done mate well done to us you've done well and um, yeah we have plenty of things to wrap up we've got two lies and a truth we've got the twat list and that will be fucking it mate we'll be done then we can go home see you in a bit oh no we need to actually do it oh we need to do it now yeah, so. yeah. okay so we're at the end of the show yeah we are can you um, do you let me know your two lies and a truth please well first please. we'll just recap on our top five underrated players so we had number yeah. five was Jordan Henderson number mm-hmm. four was Emil Heskey yep. number three was Park Ji Sung that's right number two was Robert Lewandowski word and number one was Lionel Messi mm-hmm. the football name game happened you uh, figured out that well actually I told you because you actually haven't got it right yet Chelsea Academy okay. defender Naughty Naughty is a real player yeah Bill Clinton doesn't exist as an that, under-21 that's striker. The, that's the most gutted I've been so far. <laughs> Bill Clinton isn't a real footballer. <laughs> that would have been great. You're never going to make it with that name. Unless you want to be a president. Two lies and a truth. I mean in football. I'll recap on two lies and a truth. The first story, and this is the story that you went with as your true story. First story was scary parrots. A match in New Zealand was once abandoned after a flock of angry parrots invaded the pitch. The referee of the game between Auckland City and Hamilton said he had no choice but to call it off as it endangered the safety of the players. This is where Baker realised that parrots exist. Well, I just want to say, by the way, I've just Googled, do parrots exist in the wild? Yeah. And in a big, bold writing at the top of Google, it just says says yes. yes. Yeah. Number two was rats again. That was Danish football fans interrupted the Copenhagen derby when they threw rats at FC Copenhagen's Ludwig Augustinsson. Rats being mentioned on this podcast. Third story was Pulp Fact or Pulp Fiction, a game in the Italian under-19 division between Empoli and Sampdoria, was called off because four Empoli players found themselves locked in a room after a fire drill. Yes, that was when it got weirder because one of the players who got stuck was called Samuel L. Jackson. Mm-hmm. 
That was Pulp Fact or Pulp Did Fiction. Did not happen, boy. You went with the scary parrot story. The true story... Yeah. ...for the second week in a row involves rats. Oh, my fucking It's God. rats again. Danish football fans interrupted what? the Copenhagen What's derby the when they threw dead rats at FC point? Copenhagen's what Ludwig Augustinsson. What's the point? Are you just Googling true rat football <laughs> stories every fucking week? That sheer coincidence or google or my phone's listening to me came up as one of the i just i was just scrolling through Why do you think and it I found came it. up because i talk google about rats all the time recognizes search patterns and you're googling rat and football all of the time googling rats all the time. you're you have googled rats and football more than how do you feel than anyone else in the world <laughs> that's something unique about yourself but the rat story is true you got yeah. another one wrong but at this rate, mate, I'm just going to choose every rat story. Okay. Right, rat, rats are now banned off this podcast. Oh, come on. They're banned. They're done. They're cancelled. Oh, fine. Twatless, mate. Go for it. You feel that you've got it. I'm going to rename I'm very it to Ratlist. I'm very confident you've got this, unfortunately. But for everyone Can you have a rat list? Like your top five favourite rats? <sighs> Fair What's point. the one from... Um, from teen, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. We're talking about rats again. <laughs> yeah, but what was We're talking the, about rats again. What We're was talking the, about rats again. You keep Just tell me, me what the rat was from, from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. What was it called? Sensei. Was it Sensei? Who fucking cares? The big rat. Who cares? This is a football podcast. Yeah, but next week it's top five rats. We're talking about rats all of the time. Sensei's a shoe-in for number one. Ratatouille at number two. Twat list. So for everyone listening... Who might not have got it? Uh, clue number one was popular kids TV show without the tack. That was Art Attack. Uh, you've got to love char- uh, cottage pie, but you've ruined this one. Why would you put cherries in a fucking cottage pie? Follow and play in Craven Cottage Bournemouth. and Bournemouth are known as the cherries. Yeah. And clue number three was Robin Williams forearms, which are very well known as being extremely hairy. The late Robin Williams, rest in peace, what a legend. So the answer is. Harry Arter. Now, Vince, did I get that right? Did I send you that? After the first clue, which was Arter. So it was Art Attack without the tack. So Art Attack. Arter. Arter. Mm, and there's only one Arter in football. And okay, but I didn't. I think know you that he's in the news. Art Attack. I know that, mate. I was at. You yeah, know, not that quickly. Who presented Art Attack? Do you know? Yeah, he's in a rock band. Yeah, but why do you I know he's in a rock name. band? Why do I know he's in a rock band? You know he's in a rock band. Is his rock band called the fucking Rats or something? <laughs> rat Attack. No. Rat Attack. <laughs> Art Attack. You're talking about rats again. <laughs> no, you know that because Neil Buchanan, who is the Art Attack presenter, was the headline act at my uni, Freshers. Oh my God. And everyone thought he was going to go and do art. But he came there really seriously with his rock bands. Like, no, guys, don't talk about Art Attack. This is about the music. Fuck off, <laughs> And perform. You are the Art Attack man. Talk to me about yeah, pencils. So, yeah, that's how I knew. But Art, uh, Harry Arter has been in the news recently. I'll let you explain. Yes, so do you understand? Have, have you seen it? So yeah. I'll explain it. Uh, obviously, loads of footballers now and people in general are politicians with the general election coming mm-hmm. up. Everyone knows about politics again when they actually don't. And Harry Arter, or Harry Arter, is a great example of that because he 
was trying to argue his reasonings for voting for the Conservatives. And I'm not going to talk about politics, but it's fucking hilarious. He is the stereotypical person who argues about politics and has no idea about politics. And that's because he actually mistook Boris Johnson for Jeremy Corbyn. When Then uh, tweeted. And tweeted his reasonings for voting for the Conservatives. But didn't he then tweet a little fishing rod l- pretending yeah. that he, he did it all intentionally to get people to bite? Well, of course he did. Well, he, he said in response to someone, the same Corbyn that openly admitted he lied through the whole campaign the day after Brexit about what he was planning to invest in the NHS. Boris Johnson done that. That was Boris Johnson. It's brilliant. So Harry Arter is my twat this week. Just and I like think justifiably, else, it grinds so, my goalposts. Yeah. Stop talking about politics if you don't know anything about it. I barely know anything about politics, so I don't like talking about it. So he's my twat of the week, and we are at the end of another episode, boy. That's it, wrapped up. Yeah, episode 25 next. Exciting developments for the next episode. You'll yeah. find out next Things week. are going to change. Things are changing for the good. Things are going to change. Not too much, though. Not too much. Not too much. We still have twat list. We still have two lies and a truth. No, they're gone. Oh fuck. We we've we've got the rat what list. What are we without the rat list? No, we're just gonna Two rats and a mouse. Two it's rats, gonna change two, to... two rats and a mouse. See you later, everyone. Bye. They think it's all over. It is now.